On this episode of the Empower 305 podcast, Department of Human Services Director William Porro. As a municipality, and what, what we basically do is we set up savings accounts for every kindergartner. So as soon as that young child goes into kindergarten, there is an account waiting for them that needs to be activated by their parent. Hello, welcome everyone to Empower 305. I'm your host, Stephanie Severino. Thank you for joining us. I am so delighted to have with me here today our Department of Human Services Director, William Porro, someone who's extremely busy and lately more than ever. So I thank you, Willie, for being here with me today. Stephanie, it's a pleasure. It's mine. How are you doing? I'm doing good. How are things? They're wonderful. Very busy, as always. <laughs> well, good. I think it's important to... Um, Talk about uh, about uh, what you do as the Department of Human Services, which is a department that, if I'm not mistaken, was created a few years ago. You've been with the city, though, for a very long time. So I want to start have. with that. Why don't you tell me a little bit about your history as a public servant here in the city of Miami? I was brought in around 2002 uh, when the city started an anti-poverty initiative. Uh, something that's pretty amazing is that uh, the city actually took tax dollars and wanted to combat poverty in the city. Hmm. In the 2002, a uh, 2000 census, decennial census, the city was the largest poorest city in the nation. Wow. Number one, uh, with over 37% of the individuals in poverty. That was 20 years ago. Th- yes. And so today we're in the, I think the list is about 150. We're hmm. in 150. Wow. So, so we've made a, a lot of progress. Yes, we have. Um, what is interesting about that is that the city actually took tax dollars and created an anti-poverty initiative to fight poverty. Hmm. One of the first programs that I was that I brought on uh, board was the free tax sites back in the day. So we still, to this day, still have free tax sites giving free tax services to our residents and small business owners. Um, that grew into something called Access Miami, which is assets, capital, community, education, savings, and success. Um, I created that, which has served me well. I basically uh, uh, focus on four main things. Uh, access to benefits as a municipality. We try to facilitate that. Mm-hmm. Uh, accumulating wealth and assets. Um, access to capital and then financial education. So those four things is what I spend my time on in getting what you mentioned. What does the department do? I try to connect services and resources to our constituents, both so small businesses or low moderate income working families. Right. So basically under your department, you oversee homeless and veterans, Workforce Opportunity Center, which I want to get into a little later because I know you guys do a lot of great things there. You also manage three child care centers in the city of Miami, as well as the health care programming and the economic initiatives that you've mentioned. That's correct. So how do you find the time to do all of that? You, you get into the office real early in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> and leave really late. <laughs> really late, right. You try to get there when everything's quiet and you just get a lot of good things done. So, so you mentioned that obviously um, some of the initiatives like that anti-poverty initiative that you um, spearheaded. But I remember one in particular when I first joined the city or shortly after. Um, there was a, a extremely important program to me. I, I found it amazing that you were able to, working with other partners, obviously, come up with this future bound or child savings accounts, which if I'm not mistaken, if, if memory self serves me well, you were given $50 to every kindergartner in the city of Miami. Did I get that right? That is correct. That's correct. And let me back up just one second. Any of the programs that you hear that are the, the people that are listening to the podcast want to know more about, they only need to 
uh, remember one thing, humanservices at miamigov.com. That is the email address. Because we're going to throw out probably a lot of different programs, and they're going to say, oh, I like that one. Where can I find more information? Humanservices at miamigov.com. I love that. Very easy to remember, as well as the website. I'm actually on your department's website on uh, miamigov.com. You will see all the different programs and services, the team itself, the resources. So it's all there also for you to use. That's correct. But going back to the child savings account, I remember that was, what, 2018, 2019? Yes, it's already been almost four years. Uh, We were the first in the state of Florida as a municipality and what, what we basically do is we set up t- savings accounts for every kindergartner. So as soon as that young child goes into kindergarten, there is an account waiting for them that needs to be activated by their parents. Mm-hmm. Um, so, it, But it's $50, but it's universal. So $50 if they're low-moderate income. Mm-hmm. If they make more than a particular amount, it goes to 25 but every student gets one. Wow. And I can say, Stephanie, very proudly that because of that, so it's a great um, consortium of, of uh, partners that mm-hmm. are together with us. But we were the first in Florida. To this date, we continue to to, um, to abide by that and actually fund it every year. So oh, like, wow. So the program continues. Anyone in the city of Miami that that's correct. a resident that would like to take advantage of it, they and, can. And if you think, why would the city even want to do that? Well, the, the studies show um, that that student, just having the savings account, regardless of the amount in it, are three times more likely to to graduate from school and four times more likely to graduate post-secondary. Really? Yes. That has actually been studied and it's been proven. Yes. Amazing. So yeah, there the you have it. Once it started, was in San Francisco. They're the first ones that actually started the program. Great. So now let's talk about the Opportunity Center because that is something that we see from time to time. Even the city of Miami posting on all the different social media channels. You guys have your own social media account. Tell me what the Opportunity Center is. It is also a first. We're the only municipality that I'm aware of in the state of Florida that actually funds a workforce center hmm. completely by ourselves. Uh, we actually connect job seekers to employers that are looking for for employees. All right. So, so our, we have a database, basically. Well, even more than that, we have, um, you can either go to accessmiamijobs.com or go to MiamiGov and just click in Opportunity Center. It'll get you there as well. Mm-hmm. And if you're, uh, if you're a business, you type in and you actually create a profile for their job order. If you are a job seeker, you can actually, this is real time, you can connect to the, um, the job orders that are open and actually see, hey, do I qualify for those particular positions and actually apply directly. So I'm assuming it's similar to a lot of these different softwares that we see out there where you can do a search, you put in certain keywords, you actually tell the system, this is what I would like to look yes. for or what requirements or skills I have, and it'll match you with the company. That is correct. Wow. I yeah, see and that. it's real time, too. So... 300 residents uh, have been placed with employment and they've received over 500 job orders, which means... There's a lot of demand. There's a lot of businesses that are looking for employees. So there you and have it. And this is specifically for City Miami residents. I think it's important to say. I was going to say, if right. you know someone or if you yourself are someone who's looking for a job and you didn't know about the Opportunity Center, you all you have to do is go on. Opportunity Center, I believe they're on Twitter. Yep, they if are. you use social media, they you are. could go on there and it's as easy as you 
creating your profile and try to obviously let the system know and the Opportunity Center uh, members know what it is that you're looking for and they'll do their best yeah, to match it with. It's great. It's wonderful. It's amazing. So there's obviously something extremely important that we need to talk about that many people might not know mm -hmm. that you also provide homeless services. So I kind of want to touch on what the assistance that you have is and how you actually provide it to that community in the city of Miami. There is a system that is meant strictly for the homeless that is, uh, is called the continuum of care. Mm -hmm. That includes all of these different providers. Our group, which is called the Homeless Outreach Team, actually is the con coordinated entry point of those services. So if, if uh, when they see a homeless person on the street or something, they'll approach that person to try to get them into the continuum of care up to the services. Um, if the person, for whatever reason, does not want to go, they always follow up with that individual. There's a lot of data gathering and things like that. But our Homeless Outreach are the, is the front part of that system. So basically, they're the face, they're the people out and about making Everyone. that connection That's and right. making sure that those in the homeless population know about the services that are being provided. That's and correct. that continuum of care that you mentioned is a group of different organizations? There's many of them, many of them that are already established. If I was to say the names, you would know who they are, but we're the front part of that in terms of the, it's called the coordinated point of entry. They entered into the system. And I see also in here that 6,000 individuals have been approached or assisted or given some sort of guidance as part of the program. That's correct. We do about 6,000 a year. That comes from the hospitals, um, psychiatric areas, the same ones from the street, uh, the ones that go into shelter and so forth, so permanent supportive housing and so forth. I want to touch on uh, a really cool initiative uh, that we started a couple of years ago. I want to say the Keep Cool Initiative. We know that we're in the capital of heat yeah. and summer year round. I know that you distributed a bunch of different units. That's also something that you've done in the past. And I believe you're still doing where if you're in need of an AC unit, we know we're in the middle of summer, mm -hmm. you could actually uh, get one, correct? That's correct. We have approximately 10 left mm -hmm. uh, as of right now, as of today or the airing of this. So if they are interested, if somebody is interested in these are window units, um, they're, they're not very large, but mm -hmm. they'll definitely cool a room, uh, maybe a couple of rooms. Right. Um, just uh, reach out to us. And if they qualify, we can physically give them a unit. So, awesome. Yeah. Free of charge. Another initiative that um, I know I've worked with your office on, especially, you know, making sure that the word is out there is the EKG initiative that obviously we partner up with Nicholas um, Children's Hospital. Hospital. Yes. yes. Tell me more about that, how that came about and what the results of that program has been. Well, it's over 300 individuals that have. And let me back up a second. We uh, partnered with uh, Nicholas Children maybe four years ago. Mm -hmm. um, and basically, these are free EKG screenings that we give to the, the young individuals, their their child basically to find out if there's any abnormalities. Mm -hmm. Now, a regular EKG costs about $400 right. if you were going to the hospital. So just by doing a program, you're looking at hundreds of thousands of dollars that we're saving the, the residents. Mm -hmm. So it's done well over the period of time that we've done it. Approximately 29 abnormalities have been found, which is a fortunate thing because yes. God forbid your your student, your child goes and has... Um, and is playing an a sport and, oh my and goodness, something I can't happens. I, I can't even imagine. Yeah. So this prevents that. And so it's a, it's a great, great benefit. Yeah, and it happens throughout the city. Different parks are selected. We just did five... five I was going to say that. Our five parks yeah. in the five districts, yes. Uh, great. Yes. 
And just to wrap it up here, because I know um, there's a lot that you're working on, I want to mention something that not a whole lot of people know. I think only my team know that the name for this podcast came about after one of your programs. So oh, look at that. this is the Empower 305 podcast. <laughs> I know you have the Empower 60 podcast, not the podcast, not but the- an Empower 60 program, which uh, cares or provides assistance to those elderly residents in the city. Why don't you tell me more about that? Yes, program? this is basically something we had a grant uh, um, uh, to to be able to uh, an initiate it, and it basically allows those that are sixty and plus to be able to engage with municipal government and know how to think go th- you know how to go about things, how to advocate for things and so forth, and how to find out about what their municipal government does. It is a great. Um, it, there's classes that are involved. We're getting good feedback from the people that are participating in it. So we're very happy. Hopefully we can continue. Of course. Just like we will continue this Empower 305. Like I said, after that Empower 60, (laughs) the Empower 305 City Podcast was born. I thank you, Willie, for everything that you do. I am so proud of working very closely with you. Obviously, there is always so many great things to talk about that come out of your department. I call it the good news department. It really is. So thank you for making my job and my team's job a little easier when it comes to putting positive and good stuff out there. If I can just say one last thing, Mm -hmm. none of this could be done without the amazing work of the staff that, that I have. Uh, 69 people that are just they have a heart for the community Mm. and work very hard so I want to put that out there of course kudos to them because like you said none of this would be possible without them so thank you all for joining us on Empower 305 and helping us obviously share the story of your municipality the magic city here in the 305 special thanks to all of you out there for listening at home or on the go your support means so much to us and we would like to continue to see that just to continue as well, liking, sharing, subscribing, and supporting us on the Empower 305 podcast throughout all of the city of Miami social media channels. Remember that you can follow us on there and keep with all of keep up with all of the programming like 305 News, Miami Eats, Miami Made. We create a lot of content, Willie. I don't know if you're keeping up with all of it. Oh, you yeah. should. I do. And you can also watch us all on the city of Miami's YouTube page and, of course, Channel 77 if you live within city limits. Thanks again for being the best audience out there and we look forward to seeing you next time right here on the Empower 305 podcast.